Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Odorico, and joining me is LPJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts. We're broadcasting live every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the blogtalkradio.com network, bringing you some of the best golfers, teaching professionals, and entrepreneurs helping to elevate women's golf. We're so glad you decided to join us this morning, so grab your coffee and let's get started. All right, good morning once again, and thank you for joining us this morning here on the Women of Golf. I'm Ted Odorico, and right alongside, of course, each and every week is none other than Legends Tour player and LBJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts here on the Women of Golf uh, show. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Merry, Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah, of course. Um, thank you very much. Uh, we're, we're excited to, uh, to be here this morning for a couple of reasons. It's always nice to be here on air and having all of you tune into the broadcast. Uh, but also, uh, we're also excited because we're going to get a little bit of a break. This is our last show of the 2019 season. Uh, Cindy, so we're, we're going to get a little bit of a break and uh, get to enjoy time with family and friends over the next uh, little bit, and, and then we're going to be getting things uh, ready for next season. Uh, we're going to be fired up again, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Cindy, I think I said it was February 4th, which is the first Tuesday of February. We'll be starting back up uh, with some new shows and some very interesting and exciting guests, so we're, we're looking forward to uh, a new season, and I know, Cindy, you find this hard to believe but this is going to be season number seven coming up. It's hard to believe you've been stuck really? with me for seven years. Yes. Wow. I know you didn't. When I said, when I said last year, season six, you didn't believe me, but I, I looked at the, uh, uh, all of the shows and tallied them all up, and yes, this is going to be season seven. So you, you've had me in your, on, your, on your side, if you will, for seven years. <laughs> Should we tell them we've never met in person? <laughs> yes. That's that is the that is the interesting thing, uh, which is really funny about this. Um, and I want to tell a, just a little quick story, and then I, I know we've got our guest waiting here, and uh, we'll bring her on just to, to join us here. Um, but what's the interesting thing, folks, about this is when I originally decided to start the Women of Golf show, I was actually reaching out to Cindy just to be a guest. And I, I don't know if you recall that conversation, Cindy, and I said, here's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm already doing another show for about a year called Golf Talk Live, which I've mentioned here before. And I said, I'm really thinking about doing a, a women's golf show really to, to help foster, you know, the development and, and growth of women's golf. And you said something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, of course, uh, if this wouldn't be too presumptuous, I would love to maybe be a host on the show. And right away, I thought to myself, yeah, this, this is going to work. Because I've obviously followed you for a number of years. Uh, beforehand, I'm very familiar with, with Cindy Miller. Uh, she's not only a great player, but a great teaching professional and just a wonderful human being. So I jumped at the chance. But as Cindy pointed out a few moments ago, you're exactly right. Um, we've actually never met. So we've been doing all of these shows for six years without the benefit of ever meeting one another. And from my, my perspective, yeah, from my perspective, um, I would say um, I, I feel that we, we've got to meet. So I'm going to the PGA show this year, and I think you are as well. 
So we have to make a point, and that's, of course, in the end of January or near the end of January, uh, we have to make a point of, of actually officially meeting um, because it, it, uh, I just got to say this. I'm thinking, you know, I could walk right by you with the show and not even know you. <laughs> oh, well, boy. All right. Yeah, we will meet. Bring on our beautiful guest. This girl's a rock star. Right, exactly. All right, so let me just tell a little bit about our, our, our actually last guest of 2019 is uh, Joanne Chang. She is the senior uh, production manager of lifestyle content for the Golf Channel. Uh, she's a communication studies uh, major and biology minor. Uh, she also co-chairs the Women's Network at the Golf Channel, a group with, within the NBC Universal Diversity and Inclusion team that organizes uh, opportunities to give back to their communities. Uh, throughout her career, she has traveled to such uh, wonderful places like Greece, Italy, China, and England to cover uh, five Olympic Games for NBC, for which she has received seven sports Emmys. Uh, she advises current students to never stop networking and talking to people because it's helpful to learn how people get where they are. So let's welcome our very special guest this morning, uh, Cindy uh, Joanne Chang. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. First of all, I think in January, it's, you're going to have to do something more than just meet. I think it's a happy hour or some sort of celebratory hour to <laughs> acknowledge six seven years of, of amazing work that you guys do. Well, thanks. I think you're right. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I agree. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to do something to, very special, of course. But Joanne, um, as uh, we mentioned, welcome, welcome to the show, and, and it's an honor and pleasure to have you here. Um, Cindy, why don't you start us off this morning? So we've had the pleasure of meeting. Our, my daughter or our daughter used to work for your husband, but I want you to tell us exactly what you do at the Golf Channel because it's really pretty cool. Sure. I, I am a senior production manager, and um, I work with our very talented instruction team. And the producers on this team are responsible for creating content and programming that teach um, – golfers around the world how to play golf so it's it's you know for an average viewer you're probably seeing the same tips left and right backwards and forwards but somehow our team is able to tell the same thing the same tips over and over again but in new ways and innovative ways and new tricks and it gets people engaged and you know, we have a very talented team. We travel across the country. Um, I work with the team to help coordinate the crews. We book all the logistics, um, hotels, travel arrangements, work with the golf courses, um, make any on-site uh, arrangements so that our production team can execute. Um, we work with the talent. So there's a lot of angles to it, but essentially it's all the logistics that go into production. And so I had the pleasure to work with Cindy several years ago when we did a round of tips with a lot of the LPGA women. Um, and so we met and connected there. And, um, you know, for a small team that we have, we produce a lot of content. And with the media landscape changing, a lot of the content is used for different purposes. 
Um, so it gets people thinking differently nowadays, as I'm sure you could imagine. Um, but I also work with our golf advisor team, our golf pass team, um, and as chair of Women's Network, I had the ability to kind of bridge across different departments and not only meet other women, but also other men in other areas that um, that affect what we do day to day. So I encourage new people that I meet that just to stay engaged and be involved. And um, one of the series I want to create for next year is called Beyond the Title, which kind of goes along with, um, you know, you're, 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 you guys introduced me as a senior production manager, but what does that mean? Um, what is the day-to-day? So in 2020, I really would like to engage senior leaders in our organization to come chat, just have informal conversation. Okay, I know your title is director of marketing and analytics. I'm making that up. But but what does that mean? What does that mean for you day-to-day? What does it mean to um, uh, how does it affect the business? Um what can I do to make your job easier or vice versa? So I really want to go beyond that job title because there's so much um, there's so much that's changing, and I get so frustrated when I hear um, people say things like, well, isn't that their job, or I don't understand what they do. It's just a simple conversation. You know Very good. I, is I, think, I think we all need to relate and understand and take the the masks off sometimes and just say, you know, as we were discussing before we went live today, how hard it is to be a mom and a woman who has, you know, is a leader and has a great job and how hard it is to balance and shuffle and spin all the plates and keep them all moving. And I think yes. the more we relate to each other, the more empathy we have, and then we can all learn to get along better and communicate better. Because I, I do a lot of team building. I'm a certified behavior and motivation analyst, and I had a team last week from a bank here in Buffalo. And I think I, I know that the response from the event was, to their senior leader, I can't believe how open and honest and transparent she was. And I thought, well, that's the way it needs to be. So you understand this is where I'm coming from, and it's okay for you to have issues and not be perfect, don't you think? I definitely agree. I think that's how you allow yourself to bring your authentic self to work. When you are being honest and open about who you are, what challenges you face, then it brings this genuine touch to everything that you do. And then you connect on a different level. And when you connect on a different level, you understand each other better, um, maybe have a little more patience, a little more understanding. Um, But empathy and emotional intelligence, I think, is really important um, for, for, for the business world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ted, go ahead. We'll let you talk a little bit today. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm not very good I'm not very good at spinning plates, so uh if you hear some breaking in the background, that's probably what it's from. 
Um, well, uh, once again, Joanne, thank you very much for joining us tonight this morning. Um, I, I want to ask you, I'm going to jump ahead to a question, and then I'm going to come back because I'd like to talk a little bit more about the Women's Network. But uh, first and foremost, do you yourself play golf? I do not play golf regularly, but my husband, who also works at golf, we want to inspire our children to play. So we do take them out to the range occasionally, probably not often enough, but we hit balls. And I actually think that because I work with the instruction team that I've inherently learned tips here and there. And so when I get out Mm -hmm. there, um, according to my husband, I have a pretty good drive and a pretty good swing. Um, But honestly, when it hits and I get that sound, it's so, um, it feels so good. (laughs) I don't know how else to explain it. And uh, every time I'm like, I need to get out more. But in Florida, it's just so hot. Um, so certainly this time of year would be the time to do it. it exactly. Well, the reason why I, I did take lessons, um, when I was maybe two months postpartum, I mean, yeah, post, after my second kid. And, um, I wow. thought I could do this. If I can do this six weeks after having a baby, I can do this anytime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well but done. I, I, I couldn't done agree. It while pregnant too. Oh, yes. Yeah, I can I can believe that. Um, Cindy yeah. is is in, in my opinion, Cindy's an anomaly because she just um, nobody spins plates better than Cindy Miller. Um, she just does so Amazing. many wonderful things. For, yeah, both on and off the golf course. That it's just uh, you know that's why you know when I said in the beginning I was really excited when she um, asked to to be a, a host on the show with me because. I couldn't think of a better person to be partnered up with uh, for the women of golf. So um, thank you for that, Cindy. All right. The reason why I wanted to ask you about playing golf, because really um, we're starting to see over the last several years, uh, according to many, many stats out there, the National Golf Foundation and many other organizations, that there really has been a surge in women's golf, an interest. Um, I'm sure part of it has been sparked by, uh, obviously a lot of it's been sparked by the LPJ tours and, and things like that. Um, but also great people like Cindy Miller. But one of the issues that a lot of women have is, you know, they're not only have, have they had children, but they're in the workplace uh, uh, with, with careers such as yourself. So timing is an issue. Are these some things, what are, first off, what are you, some of the things that you talk about in the Women's Network that you um, co-chair on the Golf Channel? And are these some of the issues that uh, from time to time come up about how women can or organize themselves to be able to do things if they want to play golf with their husband or if they want to just, you know, get the kids out to the driving range? Yes, yeah, so one way we've um, tackled this timing issue is um, we started a women's league this year. And first of all, we did take a poll of interest of people who would, that work at golf that would be interested um, and golf opportunities, and surprisingly, it wasn't as high. You know, we have a lot of talented women balancing and juggling all these plates, um, but it's not necessarily the top priority, but we do have a group that do um, love golf and um, took advantage of our Women's Golf League, and we had one particular lady lead it, and it was a six-week series, and we partnered with a local golf course, and 
we probably had like six to eight people each week. And, you know, work schedules are crazy, personal schedules are crazy, and I think offering it in small chunks um, was mm-hmm. a lot more um, easy to digest uh, and know that it wasn't a full-year commitment or um, that it was going to be and, – and, and it was only nine holes. It would be from five until dusk. Um, and so the, the – the, the time commitment was, was a smaller window, and it allowed different people of different skills, skill levels to get out and be social and just play. And so we encourage that this is an opportunity to go out with even if you're not a skilled golfer. Like, we will pair the women together that are skilled golfers with the non-skilled, and let's play together. Let's make it fun, and let's educate each other. And, and there's no judgment. Judgment-free zone, and that's the whole point. And I hope that we can do that. And actually, we had conversations about it last night. I think maybe come January through March, we'll do another um, another challenge, another six-week series, perhaps, um, while the weather's still nice, and um, <laughs> and 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 engage. And we, you know, Women's Golf Day. We um, last year did an event at Top Golf that allowed us to open it up to more people because the year before we went to um, a course event and it was harder to get people. And I think it's, you're right. It is definitely the time commitment, but we're finding ways to make it work. Let me ask you what, when you surveyed the women at the, at golf, what, what do they want? What are they looking for? Well, um, I think camaraderie, Connections, connections on um, in similar interests, and surprisingly or not surprisingly, golf isn't a similar interest, even though we work in golf, and that's understandable. But absolutely, I think that there are passionate people working there, and um, we can't expect golf to be the number one priority. So if we find ways to connect the women, then it it, it brings it, it gives us a chance to lift each other up and when you lift each other up you're in a positive energy sphere and maybe that you know indirectly contributes to your work personality and therefore in the work engagement you are more productive so it's indirect but I think it can come full circle back to golf. Absolutely. I mean, needless to say, you want to make people be more um, effective at work and because unmotivated, unproductive employees are not what you're looking for. That's right. And I've been very lucky. I've been able to meet, I said this before, but just connect with different people um, in different departments, and it's helped me understand my role in the bigger picture as well, and not just as a chair, you know, a chair women's network, but just connecting on a personal level. Awesome. You know what? I don't know if our listeners realize that uh, Molly Solomon basically is. Well, tell us what Molly's title is, but she's a big deal at the Golf Channel, and she is a fantastic leader. She is an amazing leader. She's 
inspiring. Her energy is contagious. Um, she's executive producer for Golf Channel, and she's also overseeing Olympic production. And so she's juggling two different worlds between golf and Olympics. Um, but two of her, um, I know, I know she said this before, but two of her biggest passions. And I don't know anybody else who could do it better than her. But and she's everywhere got she goes, too, right? Yep, she is. Bal- she's been able to balance and juggle, or how whatever <laughs> verb you want to use, um, triplets. Um, I've known Molly since 2003, so many, many years. Um, and um, I'm, I'm in awe of her, her ability to command whatever room she enters. Um, she has awesome. the brains. She has the, the, the ability to connect with people, the willingness to learn about people, um, and I think that's what makes a good leader. And being real, being quite genuine in, in all aspects. Awesome. Ted? I could, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I want to ask you, um, Joanne, a question which I found really, really interesting. You know, we we think about in today's sort of society with so much social media and everybody's, you know, tweeting and texting and all this sort of thing. And there's really not a lot of direct communication as, say, when when I was growing up. Uh, And I found it very interesting that you talk to uh, many of the current students out there to to really stop networking and and talking, you know, not to stop talking to people because it's, it's helpful to learn. And so many of the younger generation now are, are learning a lot of their information off of the Internet, which I know there's some good information, but there's some bad as well. So why did you feel that that was important, really, to sort of have those types of conversations? Well, having the conversation, again, takes you to that next level. And, um, and, I, and nowadays with LinkedIn, it can be so easy. And I, I do it myself because I'm brainstorming, programming speakers for Women's Network. And, um, you know, we want to do a Women in Tech series. So I look at, you can do searches in Orlando. Um, and I've reached out to people that I've never met but have common interests. And so these days you have the, you, the everything you ever need is in your fingertips, at your fingertips. But it takes initiative and takes determination to just actually reach out and say, I'd love to learn more about what you do um, and also explain what I do and, and how can we work together to fulfill the same goals and send the same message to a different group. Um, so applying that mentality to your work environment, is, it's the same it's the same skill. So in the work environment, you're doing the same thing. Tell me more about what you do, and here's what I do, and this is how we can help each other. Um, I, you know, it's very tough in some cases. I know there's egos and politics and stuff, but um, there's really a way to get around it. It's just talking. It's sharing. It's accepting different viewpoints um, and perspectives, but, you know, not letting egos get in the way. So networking is, I can't 
emphasize enough how important it is. Um, you know, working with Kelly and talking about Cindy got me here. Mm-hmm. Or meeting Cindy several years ago and knowing that she is a, she does, Cindy, right, you do some leadership and training. And I reached out to Kelly and said, we'd love to have your mom speak to Women's Network. So these are, if you don't talk, you're not networking, you don't know what's out there, you don't, you don't know what resources are at your fingertips. So um, I connect with my alma mater, Southwestern. Um, oftentimes um, current students reach out with questions or alumni reach out. And, um, and one side story, which was really, really made an impact for me, is um, as an alumni of a small university, when I got accepted um, for an interview with the PAGE program back in 2001, I reached out to my school. Uh, student body is 1,200, so it's a small community. I said, I'm going to New York. I don't know anybody. Are there any Southwestern alumni um, in the city? And they connected me with someone. This woman met me and gave me keys to her apartment, let me stay at her apartment so that I could have my interview in New York City. And we've stayed connected. But that is an example of of reaching out to somebody because you have a common ground and then that mm-hmm. opening up opportunity. And so that kind of, that mindset has always stuck with me. It's like, well, you never know if you never just ask or connect. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, a, yeah, that's a fantastic story. And you know, you're right. It, it, it goes to show um, you know, as you said, you, you have to be willing to step out, and, and I think it's important that we share our knowledge. You know, one of the things, very quickly, and then, and then we'll continue on, you know, I've, I've mentioned on the show, Cindy, and you can attest to this, I've, I've mentioned you many times, Cindy, on the show about how, you know, not just so impressed I am of all the things that you do, but the uh, intensity of which you share your knowledge, not just uh, about the golf game in, 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 in general, but about every aspect, business and so forth. And, you know, Cindy, you're a very giving person, um, and I know you enjoy um, a lot of things that you do, and I think that you have to be passionate about that. But you're right. You know, you have to be willing, uh, Joanne, to step out and, and not be afraid to uh, connect. And, and there's a, a good example that you just gave of somebody you'd never met, you didn't know, um, and they were willing to hand over the keys to their place to help you out because you, you shared a common bond. So, you know, I think people just need to, um, you know, networking online and things like that is great sometimes to make initial connections, but I think you've got to sometimes just be willing to step out and, and speak with others, communicate with others uh, face-to-face. And I know some for some it might be a little scary at times, but once you do it a few times, it's amazing how uh, easy it becomes. I want to ask one other question, and Cindy, I'm going to throw it back to you real quick. Um, you know, we've talked about, uh, obviously, there's a, golf has become a very diverse game. Uh, great players like, of course, Tiger Woods, who came through many, many years ago, who's really opened up doors for a lot of people that maybe thought golf was not for them. What would you like to see happen in the golf industry at this point to make it even more inclusive and more uh, diverse of a game? Well, you know, I 
know, my husband has, and I have talked about this, and, um, you know, one thing is just making it accessible. And, you know, there's so many sporting events across the country where people gather. Um, there's always some sort of pregame. And one idea that we kind of like tossing around is just having a mobile golf bus go around the city, <laughs> go around to these places and have a simulator set up. And that's mobile. I don't know if that's possible, but making it accessible and letting people hit hit the ball or putt or um, it's just bringing it to the people because it's hard enough to get people to the golf course. So if right. there's like Orlando City soccer happening down the street, let's bring the golf mobile down there and engage with a whole new audience that normally wouldn't think of golf. But it's sports, and you've got sports-minded people there with children and food. Um, you know, it's, even if it's just an introductory, maybe there's guest appearances by um, top players or instructors, um, maybe raffles or, you know, everybody likes free swag. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, you know, it, it targets just a different audience. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, a lot of other sports, as you said, they have pregame events going on, and, and I think it's a great way to introduce, you know, when you go to a golf tournament, as an example, you know, a lot of times, you know, you'll go to the, the practice gear range and you'll watch the pros warm up. And, it, you know, it's very interesting to see and, and marvel at just how phenomenal these people are. Um, but there's really not a lot of participatory uh, things going on. So it would be nice not only at the events to have something like that leading up to uh, the tournament to let people engage and, and you know, try things and, and do things and be more interactive. Um, but also at other sporting events too, as well. I think that would be a great idea, and uh, and I think I think if you pull it off, uh, Joanne, Cindy, and I will come and do a live broadcast at the very first uh, uh, event that you go to, and and uh, and help plug it a little bit. We would love that'd to do that. Great. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we would. <laughs> what, what do you say to that, Cindy? We got a first time. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I think I think that would be uh, I think that'd be fantastic. Um, all right, Cindy, go ahead. You said, mentioned something earlier about the way that media is being delivered. What did you mean by that? Because I think, and explain what Golf Pass is. As a Golf Channel Academy instructor, everything seems to be changing, and it's all going towards membership sites. And... Um, Side note, needless to say, I think Alan and I need to have our own show on golf passes. The old married couple who both played on, you know, the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour. I think listeners would have fun with that. But anyway, so tell us what golf pass is. Yeah, tell us what golf pass is and why our listeners should uh, buy a membership to golf pass. Sure. Uh, Golf pass is a membership subscription. And with a subscription, you have access to all sorts of content, particularly instruction content, which is uh, very popular for our audience, for the golf audience. And as someone that works in production, we do um, 
have Golf Passion Mind while we continue to produce for broadcast. We also have teams working on content that will be made available exclusively on Golf Pass. Um, there's also content for travel and travel opportunities. Um, our Golf Advisor team, um, they have content where we travel the globe showcasing uh, amazing courses around the world. And there are oftentimes travel packages that can be made available to Golf Pass members at a discount. Um, Golf Advisor also has um, uh, the ability to plan vacation packages as well as part of the business. Um, you also get exclusive um, uh, benefits for uh, booking tea times at certain locations, but the the business is changing, and even as a consumer at home, you know, I have Amazon Prime, Hulu, YouTube TV, and it's, it's overwhelming not knowing what shows available where, or um, a lot of times people say, do you have Netflix? You need to watch this. You need to watch that. So... The the, land, the media landscape is changing in that that people consume um, on an as needed basis. There's no more scrolling. Like I'll if I have time after the kids go to bed and I turn on the TV, I don't scroll through the channels for something to watch. I go immediately to Hulu. I know I've got this is this backed up. I'm binge watch as much as I can, and that's it. Um, and there are commercials, but um, everything is um, the appointment-based watching is, is no longer um, the, the, the priority. It's all on demand. So with Golf Pass, it just means that we have a lot of on-demand content for the members and benefits with uh, tea times and travel and exclusive uh, content. Awesome. So can you tell us and Very. share with us what's going to be um, looking forward to 2020? What's going on with the Golf Channel? Do you have any inside scoop on good stuff? Well, if I did, I may not be allowed to talk about it, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for 2020, the Olympics. The, uh, right, exactly. Um, the Olympics. Our uh, opening ceremony is July 24th, so, you know, NBC has always been um, been excellent in creating um, ways to promote the Olympics across all the businesses, so um, golf will be back at the Olympics. Um, I know from a women's network perspective and employee resource group perspective that I definitely have some ideas for programming to incorporate um, Olympics, um, just featuring um, historical Olympians, um, current Olympians that re- are that represent each of our ERGs at NBC. Awesome. Very That's- cool. Uh, yeah, well, Joanne, we'll definitely have to have you come back on in the new year when you can uh, spill the beans, if it will. Uh, about some of the things coming up, uh, I know it's not, I, I know you can't uh, divulge certain things that uh, that you've got working and and I remember when Kelly was on, it was uh, I think we asked her a similar question and she said, well, I can't really uh, divulge that quite yet. So 
Um, we'll have to make a point of, of having you guys back on in the new year uh, a little bit closer to when some of these things might be happening and you are able to, uh, to share them with our audience. Um, you know, one other thing that I, I want to ask you uh, about very quickly and then, and then we'll let you go. Um, number one, are you going to try to play more golf in 2020? Yes, I will. Great question. <laughs> My kids are okay. six and four, so they love driving the golf cart, and we, it's a great way for our whole family to 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 do something together. Um, otherwise, it's soccer, swimming, piano, and we're all divide. It's divide and conquer. But golf would be a great opportunity for us to to regroup once a week. Mm-hmm. But I have I, to have a cooling ag- towel and a fan and a cooler, <laughs> something to keep me cool. <laughs> yeah, it can get a little steamy in in, uh, in Florida, obviously, uh, uh, during the summer. I, I'm, I'm in Florida as well. I'm in the northeast, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, northeast, uh, no, northwest Florida, but uh, nevertheless, it, it gets pretty steamy here. Oh, wow. In uh, the yeah, the summer months as well. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, one other, th- yeah, one other thing I, do, I just quickly wanted to ask you about, um, you know, Cindy's a big proponent, as am I, uh, about really networking golf in the business community. And just very quickly, if you wouldn't mind, just for some of the listeners out there, because you obviously through your women's network and through other areas uh, on the Golf Channel talk about this, um, really the importance and the benefits for women to get involved in golf uh, and sort of co-mingle, if you will, with their, with their business life. Well, it definitely is important for women to get out there. Um, again, n- not only for the networking standpoint, but just for wellness standpoint, being out in, the, in nature, being out and um, getting fresh air, um, all all aspects of, of, of golf, I, I truly believe, is, is important. Um, it's, it's, the balance is tough, I know. I, like, I, I say it's great, but I, meanwhile, I have not gone out myself, so it's, I, I feel like I'm being a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't mean to put any undue pressure on you, uh, Joanne, but uh, yeah, you need you need to go out there and and have some fun, with kids, and and uh, your husband next year uh, playing some golf when uh, when the weather permits. But Joanne, we want to thank you very much for joining us this morning here on the Women of Golf Show. We've enjoyed having you, and I sincerely mean this. Uh, we would love to have you come back on next season, uh, whenever it's uh, good for you, and and you've got some things to share with us. Great. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you both. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. All right. We'll see thank you in you, January. Uh, okay. We'll do. All right. That was our special guest, uh, Joanne Chang, Senior Production Manager of Lifestyle Content for the Golf Channel. What a great, um, you know, what a great attitude. And she, you know, Cindy, she's mentioned so many things, um, you know, that, that obviously she sees that, you know, can present opportunities for people and particularly for, for women, but um, really anybody um, to get out there and, and just 
um, have some fun and, and enjoy it and, and rise to the challenge, if you will. And I think that's something that, um, um, you know, we can all, you know, do throughout our lives is, is not be afraid to sort of step out and, and tackle some of these, uh, uh, these things. And whether you're a great player or not, um, I think the, the key word is just to go out and have some fun with your family and friends and, uh, and just create those, those uh, memories. And, and a golf course is a great place to do that. Cindy, as you know, um, as you mentioned earlier, you and Alan are, uh, have been involved in golf uh, for many, many years uh, as, as one of the uh, grooviest couples, if you will, in golf. And, uh, you know, you guys just enjoy sharing that uh, with, um, you know, not only uh, those in the golf industry, but those out as well. Um, before we, uh, we continue on, Cindy, we're going to just hang out for a few more minutes and then we're going to wrap up a little bit earlier, but I, I would be remiss if we didn't play uh, a short little clip. Would you want to set it up, Cindy? Yes. What a great, uh, segue, if you will, to learn how to play the game of golf and use it as a business tool. Go for it. Everyone knows business deals are made on the golf course. Knowing how to act is just as important as how you hit it. As an LPGA professional and corporate trainer, I offer workshops, seminars, and executive retreats to teach you how to do both. From the back nine to the boardroom, improve your team from the inside out, or Golf 101 for executives might be the perfect fit for your team. Maybe it's time to make some deals on the course. For more information, go to CindyMillerInc.com. All right, and... By all means, do that. Go to CindyMillerInc.com at uh, the end of the show and just um, reach out to Cindy, and she will definitely do just that, help you incorporate uh, golf into your business life and a lot of great opportunities, as we've, we've talked about many times on the show. Um, Cindy, before we, we wrap up here. One, uh, thing, one thing, one thing. Yes. One thing. Um, I have created a, um, an assessment for free. And if our listeners are interested, they can go to cindymillerinc.com forward slash improve if they would like to take that assessment for free. cindymillerinc.com forward slash improve. Well, that is uh, a double bonus, if you will. Uh, lots of, you've always got some great stuff cooking there, Cindy. I'll tell you, um, you've always got some new innovative ideas to, to reach out to um, the various communities to help them grow and, and help them uh, just embrace, um, you know, not just golf, but everything in that. And you do such a fantastic job. Uh, I want to say before we wrap up, you know, Cindy, as we look back over um, this past year, I mean, you know, we've, we've talked with some great young ladies, uh, you know, coming up off the Symmetra Tour that um, some have earned their card and, and are heading out now to the LPGA. And, and uh, we've had some really interesting young ladies and just, um, and, some were first-time winners and some were multiple winners. I mean, I think we had one on that within like a six- or eight-week period, won three events, um, and just phenomenal. Um, wouldn't you agree that just some of these young ladies are just incredible? Absolutely, absolutely. All that they're learning, what's made available to them to improve is amazing. Very, very, yeah, and- very, uh, just amazing, awesome. I'm and we want to say, a, yeah, we want to say a special thank you to Zach Sapanik, um, who has uh, helped really for the last uh, few years uh, bring these young ladies. Of course, he was with the um, Symmetra Tour, and he's now moving on uh, to a new position with the LPGA uh, a little bit more. 
uh, in the 2020 season. So we'll have uh, somebody new helping us out here, but um, uh, he's been really instrumental in, in lining up these young ladies to come on for interviews after they win their events. And, and uh, we closed out uh, a, a month or so ago with um, uh, many of the young ladies in the, who finished up the, in the Volvic race for the card in the top 10. They came on as they're, again, as I mentioned, progressing to the next level of their game uh, out with uh, uh, the LPGA Tour. So they're very excited and obviously looking forward to 2020. And, uh, you know, we've had so many other great guests over the years that, um, that just do a phenomenal job and, and we're really looking forward to and, you know, each year we want to try to push that envelope a little bit more and, and, uh, and try to be a little bit more creative and, and coming up with some new ways. So we're going to do that for next year uh, in 2020, which will be, as I mentioned, I know it's hard to believe, season seven. Um, we're going to do some, some new and interesting things. And, yes, Cindy, we are going to. I think we need to take Joanne's advice, and we need to make sure that we connect. Uh, uh, I'm going to be there for the whole week of the, uh, the PGA Merchandising Show in Orlando in January, so we have to make sure uh, that we once and for all we meet and uh, and maybe we can uh, grab some dinner together. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ted. Uh, You're I, the best. Well, thank you, Cindy. And I I say that you're the best. I I truly and I say this sincerely from the bottom of my heart. I enjoy having uh, you here on the show. It, it would not be the same. Uh, um, you know, even though I do enjoy hearing myself talk once in a while, uh, it's nice to have a, 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 a experienced uh, individual with me here to uh, help uh, teach me the ropes, if you will, and you do a phenomenal job. Uh, and uh, as I said, I, I love you to death, and I look forward to meeting you officially uh, in January. Um, but on, the note, we, <laughs> on that note, we want to also give a special thanks to our growing audience here in the Women of Golf Show. It's really without you, uh, or with you rather, is, is why we continue to do this. And and we hope that you're learning uh, from many of the discussions that we have, and not just with some of the players that we've had on, but some of the business types that we've had on uh, that are doing their duty, if you will, to help bring golf uh, awareness uh, around the globe and to really elevate uh, particularly women's golf. And that's really what the show is about. So um, we encourage you to reach out to uh, Cindy or I and, uh, you know, through the show or outside of the show, if you wish, uh, if you've got some great ideas or if you've got some things that you would like to see or guests that you'd like to see uh, us feature on the program, by all means, please uh, reach out to us. Uh, Cindy is at cindymillergolf.com is uh, her email and mine is ted.golftalklive at gmail.com. So reach out to us uh, and let us know what you would like to see coming up in the 2020 season. And uh, once again, we want to thank everybody uh, for having a, a, a wonderful support system and, and continuing on with the show. And we want to wish everybody uh, all the best of the season. Uh, as we wrap up the 2019 season, we'll be back, I believe, as I said, on February 4th with uh, our new show, uh, beginning for next season with some great guests that will be lining up, and we hope that you'll join us. Cindy, Merry Christmas. Thank you. God bless, sweetheart, for all that you do, and Thanks, uh, not only for the game, but that you do for this show. I, I appreciate it very much, and I look forward to meeting you in January. So have a great uh, uh, Christmas uh, to you and, and the rest of your uh, family, and uh, I will see you in uh, a little over a month's time. Thanks, Ted. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. God bless, everybody. Thanks for listening this morning to the Women of Golf Show. Tune in live each week by visiting blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf. 
or on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course, Spotify. If you can't join us live, check out our on-demand section for previously aired broadcasts. To get updates for future shows and upcoming guests, you can follow us on Facebook at Women of Golf. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ted and Buck CEO and Cindy at Cindy Miller Golf. Please remember to join us next week on the Women of Golf Show. See you next time. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.